0: we
1: Welcome to the land of long-lived play, where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, your boy, Dad Ninja Dev, and as always, is joining me from the land of Florida, Mr. Delvin Cox. He's also brought his son along. How are we doing today, y'all? Hi, thank
2: you, Dev. I am the original Delvin Cox. There is a Delvin Cox who lived before me.
1: You are super low. I can barely hear you.
3: Let me help you with that. Mike Fowler is trash. <laughs> How you doing?
1: Also joining us today is Mr. Mike Fowler, the meme master himself. How are you doing today, bro?
4: Hey, I'm doing pretty good and um and you know, thanks Delvin for bringing his son over to lower my spotlight of being a guest on this show. You know. <laughs> Very nice of him. anything I could do to lower your shine, I am gonna do it.
1: <laughs> yes, it is the young junior's birthday this week, so he uh, it was his one birthday wish was to be on XP for some reason. So, I
3: don't know why he chose that. shit
1: Also, joining us is the platinum princess herself, hailing from the great white north. How are you this morning?
5: Two Platinums in two weeks! Platinum Miles Morales, I'm doing great.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. All the Platinums, all the Platinums. So, I mean, like, how's everybody been this week? We're gonna start with Haley, because ladies first.
5: I mean, generally alright. Like I said, I Platinum Miles Morales. Um, Don't really have any other life updates, because, you know, my next shift is December 3rd. That's stupid. Um... So I platinum Miles and I've just been focusing on Valhalla and stuff.
1: So. Nice. Very nice. And we'll go to our guest next, Mr. Mike Fowler. How has your week been?
4: Uh, it's been pretty good. And uh, I platinum three games. Oh. I did Miles Morales, Fancy. Astros Playroom, and Bug Snacks. Very nice. In this very time frame. Nice. And uh, yeah, they are all pretty good.
2: just Ape
4: Escape but, but with first person. <laughs> What's what? up? What? <laughs> say it one more time. I
2: said this before it's, to my friends off again. Bud Snap is basically Ape Escape but with
4: just more with just bugs and
2: with uh, our animals and first person.
4: That's and actually a really like good that. interpretation of it. Besides the story, if you got if you didn't finish the story, that goes really left field onto uh, like, uh, like the Island of Doctor Moreau style, compared to Apescape. I think my son knows what the Island of Doctor Moreau is. I
3: didn't
4: want to say. Uh, I'll well, be honest. I don't like know that... what
5: it is either.
4: <laughs> okay, it's like that uh, new show, the new Fantasy Island movie. That movie is horrible.
5: It's in my queue to watch because Lucy Hale, but um, yeah, I've heard it's bad. So it's
3: horrible.
4: No, just it just goes into a. Trash. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. Like bug snacks. Bug snacks has a. I'm not going to spoil it. I wanted to. No, about bug snacks. <laughs> but the idea um, that I'm, it, I'm, it's a little bit darker what bug snacks are.
1: That's what I figured based on you calling it the Island of Doctor Moreau. So that'll be interesting if I well, ever get around to it. Because you're playing old enough it. to know, Dev. This is true. <laughs> I'm old as hell. There's no lies there. <laughs> no lies were told. What about you, Dev, how's your week been?
3: Go ahead
5: first.
2: Oh, How was your week? My week has mostly been fine. It's just been finishing school so I can actually have a break and, um, insta- and helping Dev installing a shelf, shelf for me nice yeah, and, and and I finally we got to play Zelda after after a lot of things else Morales is being a jerk but we'll get to that <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know if you want to go first or not Deb because I have a long tangent to go on
1: sure I'll go ahead and go my week was long as all hell um, it's my son's birthday this uh, this week, so there was a lot of prep going on, prepping for Thanksgiving, Happy dealing birthday. with my mom, so it was just a really long week. I barely played any video games. I stayed up way too late last night playing Destiny. Um, so it's been a week, and um, it's about to start all over again, and I'm tired. That's been my week.
5: So, it was a nice design on the garage door, though.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank
3: you. I guess let me get into it. For those who haven't seen it on Twitter, my famous Suck It Mike Fowler tweet, I have the PS5. But I want to talk about something more because I don't know, does anybody in PSVG have both the PS5 and Xbox Series X in particular?
5: You, and I think that's about it. I think that's about it. See, no, wait, Elaine. Elaine does too.
3: Okay. Good answer. Good answer. I want to talk about how similar and different they are in my experiences with both of them, because I think this is kind of important for those who don't know. So, first and foremost, let me say this: getting the PS5 in, all that I've been hearing is the box is horrible looking and stuff like that. And it's big and gigantic, so I'm expecting to see this monstrosity. It's not really that. It's not an ugly system at all. I will say this: I had. A, I don't know if you guys experienced this problem because all of us have the disc-based PS5, right? Oh, it oh yeah,
4: Haley did get one. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, all discs. It
5: was the only one. I, yeah, we've all got discs. It's the only Hold one that pick. was available when I bought mine. So
4: when I when I because when the first thing
3: I did was um because I have several discs that I want to upgrade and stuff like that. I put the disc in. I didn't know which way the disc went in. Because the way it looks like the disc goes in. Is not the way it goes in. It goes in facing. The side where it doesn't look like there's any mechanical parts on it. I actually made made that same
1: mistake. I made that same exact mistake.
3: Yeah because it goes in on the side that's like kind of flat. As opposed to the side that's bulky. But. It doesn't do anything to the disc like It just says unreadable disc and you can spit it back right back out. So it didn't cause any damage or nothing like that. But my experience with both of these consoles were very different for reasons I think part of it's my I, fault.
5: I mean, see, I don't have to worry about that cuz mine's horizontal, so I know exactly which way the disc goes in. Ah. You're one of those people. <laughs> but uh, I have no space for it otherwise and I'm not missing out on a PS5. Deal with it.
3: Well, Chalfie has this on the floor,
4: so <laughs> so.
0: <laughs>
4: but Chalfie's looks like he's like humidifying his room. <laughs> it does look like that, but
3: um, I digress. So let me talk. I guess I'll talk a little bit about my Xbox experience first. The first thing I noticed about the Xbox Series X is it's super simple to transfer all your save data over, and it just works like. Once I plugged in the Xbox Series X, signed in, everything was there. All my stuff was there. My save files, everything was pretty much there. I just started, like, playing games, and I was in. I, like only problem I had was I had to upload Gears 5, and when it updated for some reason, it wouldn't let me play any of the game. So I had to delete my Gears 5 file and redownload it. But after that, it worked fine. And my, this is my problem so far with the Xbox. If you don't, cause, and this I I will take full responsibility for this in terms of, I should have prepared better for the Xbox, because my whole idea was I wanted the Xbox Series X, and I was gonna make sure I play, um, what is it called? Cyberpunk. That was gonna be the system I was gonna play Cyberpunk on. So when Cyberpunk got delayed, I essentially didn't have anything to play on my Series X. Because even though I wasn't really planning on getting Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, and Watch Dogs, I had already got on ps Hey,
5: Delva Jr., you make sure your dad gets that, okay? You make sure your dad gets Valhalla. I know you've already shown interest because you asked me about it last night, but, like, make sure your dad gets Valhalla.
3: Yeah, that's probably going to end up happening. But, um, so... <laughs> So I just said, let me just get Game Pass. Like, so I got Game Pass again, and the thing about it is, going through it, I felt like this is not a knock on them at all. It just felt like old games are old. Everything I looked at the Game Pass, I'm like, I don't want to play this right now. This is old. I've already seen this. I played some a version of this. I didn't feel like I got that next experience, even with the new game on there, which is Gears Tactics. I played it for an hour. I was like, this is great. But it's XCOM. And that's not something you want to showcase your console with. I play Ori, and I I like Ori a lot. And it looks beautiful on this Series X. But I found myself not wanting to play it because I didn't get Assassin's Creed Valhalla for it. So I didn't get the experience how, what, like Donnie experienced with it. Like, oh, this is beautiful. This is amazing. I didn't get Watch Dogs on it. So I was (laughs) tired of this holding pattern, waiting until my PS5 got here to try those games.
5: Mm-hmm. The the difference between Valhalla is extremely noticeable. If you're playing from a PS4 or an Xbox One and moving to the next gen, it's extremely noticeable.
3: Yeah, I, I figured that much, and that's why I didn't want to. I, I said, let me just wait. But the system itself is fast. I like how I forgot what they call it, where you can switch from game to game. Smart,
5: quick resume. believe well,
3: it's awesome, by the way. What is it called when you can switch from game to game? It's,
5: it, it, it's called quick, quick resume.
3: resume. Quick resume. That works perfectly. I didn't have any problems with, with it when I tried it. Um, the Xbox Store. I haven't played it my Xbox since they updated the store. So when I got into the store now, it was a breath of fresh air to me. I liked it. I'm like, oh, this is easier for me to find things. This is super smooth, super fast. I enjoyed it. I found a game for like seven dollars. I forgot the name of the game, but it's really good. For a, for a seven dollar game it looks good the series x compatible compatible i forgot the name of it but it's really really good for a seven like i said for a seven dollar price as a first person shooter and i like the series x but my whole my biggest problem with it so far is the fact that because they don't have a halo infinite or something like that it didn't make me want to play it and continue to play it because i felt like even with game pass all the games with game pass are great and cool but I played most of those games last gen. So, like, do I really want to go back to this game? Now, I mean,
5: I, I still need to finish Gears 5, but, like, I need an Xbox for that, so.
3: Yeah, even with Gears 5, I started playing that again. I, I was enjoying my time because I haven't finished it, but I felt like I've already played Gears, and I'm already halfway through it, so it's like, do I want to keep playing this? So I found myself, like, I, like Dev mentioned on the podcast last week, going back, because I think I, what happened with my Gears Crashed and I said screw this, I'm gonna go with my PlayStation. I found out that Miles Morales, I had the PS4 version of that game as well, so I started playing that. Now let's get to the PS5. My thoughts on the PS5. In terms of updating my system, current to whatever everything I had, it was a lot harder than it was to do the Series X, which is surprising. Like I know, like they they have like the transferring where you can just basically like hey, your PS4 is here. It didn't It didn't work for me. Like, I tried it three times. I couldn't get it to work. And then when I tried to take all my saves from the cloud and put them into the um, PS5, it was taking forever. So I ended up taking those files, putting them on a micro USB drive, and put them on my PS5 that way. That didn't take that long, so it wasn't much of a hassle, but... As compared to the Series X, Series X felt a lot more simple to get it done. I, like, I was done with the Series X in minutes, and this took maybe like 30 minutes to get all this stuff on the PS5. I like that when I opened up my PS5 and I signed in, all my games were basically there, and it said, well, PS4, PS4, and it says next to it, you, ha- you, ha- you may have an upgrade grade available for it. I like that aspect of it, I clicked on the games, like got my upgrade and stuff and everything works good the thing i've noticed about this console generation so far is i know everybody says how beautiful it looks i noticed a difference but honestly to me it's not that much of a difference to justify me buying the system what i do say is and this is the main reason why i wanted one it's the small things that matter to me like for for example my PlayStation 4 at this point was loud as I don't know what. So, turning on both these consoles and it being super quiet is a huge plus for me. Especially when you're trying to play a system at night, and you're trying to get into that ambiance of the game, and you hear this PlayStation 4 sound like a damn jet. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that at all. I like the fact that the games just load up and work really quick, like, there were almost literally no load screens or load times for none of these games.
5: That's that SSD for you.
3: Yeah, I also like how they updated the, um, the app. Because I used the app a lot before they updated it.
4: And not an app. The app
3: was completely clunky before they updated it. It was really clunky. Sometimes I mean, it was three different
5: stuff. apps before they updated it. It was yeah. Messages, Remote Play, and and the standard PlayStation app. But then they updated it, and now it's just all one singular app again.
3: And it works a lot better a lot smoother a lot crisper i can literally go on the app and say hey download this game to my system it works 10 out of 10 times with the ps4 it didn't always work with me so i'm enjoying that i, I like the systems i like the updates i've played a couple of games i haven't played too much so far i got a little bit in the miles but for some reason like I, it made me have to start back over I don't know if they like um, my save files on the system, my PS4 save file on the system, but uh, it wouldn't read it. All about doing anything to update that or something. But so maybe it wouldn't.
5: There should be an option in the Miles Morales PS4 version to upload your save. And then on the PS5 version, there should be an option to download your save. If you do not do that beforehand, though, you will, of course, have to start over. Okay. Um, also, pronounce. pro tip. uh delvin jr there who has his own account if you platinum miles on ps4 because i know you said you're going to attempt it uh when you upload your save to the ps5 eventually whenever you manage to do that uh you will auto pop that ps5 platinum it is one of the only games that will fully auto pop all of the trophies
4: does the spider-man remaster do that
5: uh, James Stevenson says no, but it will make it easier to do the platinum there in one go Because if you upload your save once that update goes live this week uh, You'll be able to do new game plus and ultimate difficulty from the start instead of having to beat the game first to unlock ultimate difficulty
3: I like the systems ray tracing looks great My TV doesn't run 120 ohm um, planes per second. I know a lot of people were Discussion over how different that looks but so I didn't experience that part of it but the games look great they look fine I like the little things they've done so far with this this PS5 in terms of the UI the store I will say this though it took me a little bit of time to get used to where the power button is off it's weird how they got it set up and I I keep
5: I keep holding the PS button to bring up that menu when I forget that it's just a tap now. It's so annoying.
3: It's so annoying very much so but I think I like I like the system. I like it a lot. I like the the, the places store up there. I like everything about it Honestly, it's fresher. It's neither it felt as a player compared to the Xbox Series X This system feels new Whereas my time with the Series X felt familiar You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like, when I got the update to the Series X, it felt like, okay, this is just my Xbox. It just felt like a a stronger version of the Xbox One X. Whereas the PS5 felt like a new system to me. I know
5: you're not a technical person, but have you, like, tried Astro's Playroom? Have you felt, like, the happy feedback in the
3: controller? It's amazing. It's really good. I like it a lot. Um, It's a beautiful game. Astro's Playroom is a beautiful game. I haven't found all the references yet. I'm not that far in it, but I like it a lot. It plays like um, a Mario game for for PlayStation. And I'll tell you how cool this is in terms of this game. His mom walked by seeing me play this game. And the first thing she said was, that character's adorable. I want a plushie of that character. (laughs) (laughs) Market, <laughs> so that tells you this character is marketable on a, on a big level. Like, his mom doesn't like games like that, and if she saw a character like that. Like, oh, that character looks cool. I want a plushie of that character. That says a lot about that character.
5: I'm actually very surprised there isn't already one in the PlayStation Gear store. Not that it would be affordable, considering <clears throat> they have $800 jackets.
3: Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I looked for one. I don't see any type of uh, merchandise for Astro at all. But overall, I think both systems are great. I feel like if you're a PlayStation fan and you want to just play those Xbox games, I feel like it'd be a good investment to get the $300 Xbox instead of the $500
4: one. Because- I, I got a question for you, Delvin. Be my guest. Your your PS4, was did you trans, uh, transition from a PS4 Pro to the PS4 5? Yes. PS5? Yes, that is correct. I wonder if that's why you feel, I, of course, there's a. There's still a jump of graphical reasons. But I wonder if that's why you'd feel like some of the games, you like, yeah, you could probably play them on an older gen and still be fine with them. I think
3: you're right. I think you're right because.
5: I mean, I updated from a PS4 Pro to a PS5. And literally, the graphical leap is great. The speed boost is great mine wasn't a monster and loud like other people's much to devs disdain he keep, keeps calling me a liar over it, but those, I swear my lies. PS my my PS4 did not sound like a jet engine when running Ghost of Tsushima or The Last of Us Part 2 or any of that but I can still tell the graphical leap it's not like they got a new TV I want that nano cell but you know uh, only getting one shift a week that's gonna be a while um, right. <laughs> Uh, but the, the big leap, I can still tell the difference. The thing with Delvin is I don't think he notices it as much cause he doesn't really care about that stuff.
4: Well, I think it's also, uh, it goes into, you said a lot of the stuff that's under the hood, which shows the benefits of the new generation, which he even stated, but I'm just saying as a, I'm pretty sure for the, the five people here, I'm the only one that, because of counting Delvin jr. Uh, I'm the only one I think went from a base OG PS4 to PS5. So I I do see That's that graphical change. That's a big change. leap. I know, and I, I'm very shocked to hear that your PS4 Pro was quiet. But yes, my <laughs> PS4, the OG one, was a space heater for a jet plane. It was crazy. And just to have this transition to this much quieter, but also seeing the the changes of even like the the UI is very great and very appealing to me. And to answer for even delving about the the Xbox, I think that's also what they're trying to sell is like uh, this is the same UI as you're used to, but here's some under the hood uh, benefits. So I mean that's that's how they're selling it. I do feel for I'm just gonna stay like that. I do feel for Xbox fans who bought a system on launch and they don't to be honest, they really don't have no new games. Gears Texas don't count, I don't in my eyes. But I do feel for them, But you know, of course they know new games are coming, but yeah.
5: Don't tell Donnie that.
1: <laughs> the best way
5: to I describe
1: the Xbox Series X, quite honestly, it's like having a graphics card and CPU upgrade on a PC. It's the same, it plays all the, like, the same experience, but it plays everything better, faster. It's very, very similar to, like, the PC experience. And that's, like, what Microsoft is going for. They're going for this, this, this ecosystem of things where everything is the same but now you've got something that's much more powerful so all your games play better all your games load faster but it's got the familiarity and the comfort of being you're on xbox so you know the experience of being on xbox and you're going to be able to get that experience across all of the xbox line of things whether you're on pc and playing game pass whether you're on the series s the series x or the Xbox One S. Like, your experience is going to be the same, so you know what you're going to get. But depending on your level of, of, of box, you're going to get better, faster type of experience or gameplay. Um, and that's what they're marketing. And I think it, it's good because, you know, if you're an Xbox diehard, you love that ecosystem. And so, you mean, I can still have my same level of comfort and understanding, but now all of my stuff runs faster, plays faster, and I've got this vast library of everything... That's that's what Xbox is going for. That's the benefit of, of being with Xbox is that you get to have everything that you've always had, but now it plays better, it loads faster, it runs better, you know.
2: Yeah, I can't say anything about this because I
5: don't have one either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure your dad'll let you try the PS five a couple of times. Nope.
3: Nope. <laughs> so that's, that's my rude. box, son. Nope. <laughs> my son is not good with taking care of things.
2: <laughs> Barely. Yeah, my children like
1: to destroy their Switch, so... I understand. Alright.
5: I don't have kids, I don't have to worry about that.
1: Yeah, just don't let your cat play with it, maybe she'll, like, knock it over or something.
5: I actually, I mean, my cat can't knock it over, she can't even reach where the ps Five is located, but... I do have to constantly pull her out of the little nook uh, in my entertainment stand where my external hard drive is. Because with the PS4, it used to be able to just sit on top of it, right? But even trying to get it to sit beside it, there's not enough room in that little mm. space I have the the PS5 right now. So I have it in an open cubbyhole. And because external hard drive, warm, Cat goes, ooh, if I fits, I sits. <laughs>
1: Cats. Ugh. <sighs> So, did you play? You played Miles on the PS4 of and then you also played it on PS5. Did you play it in the performance mode, by any chance?
3: No, I didn't actually. No. I played on the um fidelity mode. Fidelity's where it's at. I tried.
1: You I wanna, tried. You Those reflections
5: see? look so bad in performance mode. They look awful.
1: I I I actually no no not at all. They don't look bad in performance mode at all. I think the performance mode actually looks a, a bit better because of the frame rate. Try try miles in performance mode if you really want to see what the jump between the systems really is. Play in performance mode compared to the 30 frames of miles on PS4, and you'll be able to see like the real shift of what this generation is.
3: It's okay. it's ridiculous. I will say this that I didn't notice the PS4 load script times are actually pretty decent on miles on the actual PS4 itself, the yeah. Pro. They're not that long. And in terms of graphic-wise, it looks okay. There are some moments like, oh, this looks a little janky. And when I was playing it, like, Peter's face looked a little off. P- on the PS5, all that's gone. It is beautiful. It is really nice. It, does, it looks great. Like, you can see the difference between the versions, but the PS4 version is not bad at all. It's not like it's not like it's a broken version at all. It runs smooth. It plays smooth. What I played from it. I think my son had a little problems with it. Here's when he was playing it, but I have some but he was playing it on the regular PS4. Well, tell about the problems you had with it.
2: All right. So let me just say this: Miles Morales is a fantastic game. I love, I love the the world. I I love Miles in as a character in general. But someone forgot to polish this game. <laughs> I'm just gonna straight up said that that um basically i, I experienced nothing game breaking but i experienced some glitches just while going through the game like it was more sl- mostly graphical glitches just like there was a, like like around the end of the game there was a guy on the like inside of the floor, He's just glitching out uh there was, um there was like a bunch of cl- graphical glitches but let me tell you the one that i found the funniest uh <laughs> so i don't think i don't think this was supposed to be left in but if you click on a suit and and press circle and x and then click on it again you can play as peter and he is broken like huh. <laughs> the venom punches won't activate the he bar- the tricks won't even show he he just straight up doesn't work <laughs> he, you could swing and fight that's all you could do with him huh. yeah, it shows up as miles but you're really playing but it still has his animations from the original game, and he still fights like like Peter. It's just, it's you can't do any battle attacks. You can't, uh, you, you can't really do any tricks. Well, you can, but the animation won't play at all.
5: Didn't your screen go like entirely blue at one point too?
2: Yeah, that happened too. <laughs> that was fun.
1: Get this man a testing do job. buddy
3: anybody... <laughs> I I think to be fair. He had a regular PS4. I have a PS. I had a PS4 Pro, so I think it, the problems may exist with the regular PS4 as opposed to the Pro.
5: Mm. I
3: don't. Young,
5: young, yeah. Uh, I, I've linked him a couple times in the PSVG Discord. Um, this is a guy I follow for news coverage. He had a couple of glitches. One where like he turned into a lamp. He was swinging around was as a say, lamp. Did anybody switch God, the spider to spider brick? And, uh... Spider brick? He also got... he he Yeah, someone had their, like, entire body turned into a brick. There's a couple of glitches <laughs> in this game that are really weird. Um, actually, another interesting difference is the Chrysler building isn't in this game. So... It's, uh... It's in Spider-Man 2018, but it's not in Miles Morales. Um, in its place is, like, this weird brick statue. Um... But even so, if you hit the wrong edge on that building, you can turn into a dumpster. It's really weird. Like, there's a bunch of, like, hey, you'll get stuck in items and become them. Or, uh, my friend Becca's friend, Gavin, I know that's a weird way to phrase that, uh, essentially had, in one of those things where you switch from playing as, like, Miles of Spider-Man to Miles, um, essentially his entire body was missing, but all that was visible was his head. Like, it was invisible, and the way it showed is that, like, it looked like Miles was naked.
2: That's but, like, what happened uh, to me, except, the, yeah. except, um, it was when, um, it was in a mission where Miles was just Miles, not Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, he didn't had a, had a body. Just his the head. the funniest thing i ever seen.
4: <laughs> I had a couple glitches with the PS5 one. Uh, nothing with spider brick, but, um... I've, I connected some dots it involved with the activity cards. When I try to jump into the game with the activity card, it made me stick to whatever costume I was. And at that moment in time, I was that homemade one with the Timberlands and everything. And the funnier, so like you can go to the menu and try to switch to a suit. It didn't change it in the game. It shows it in the in the menus that you switch, but didn't do it in the game. Huh. And then it also sticks you into so. Let's say you're in a cut scene or in a, a level that involves you having to just pretend to be Miles and go down and like talk to like the, the feast people. No, I was still Spider-Man in the suit, just talking as Miles. they are like, hey, Miles, and even though he's wearing the suit. <laughs> and then one of the bigger ones was, uh, out. get out. <laughs> yeah. One of the bigger ones was uh, after I hit the 100% on my one game mode, it somehow glitched me into worrying about that bodega mission and kept me at 99 luckily i got the trophy and i was already going into my new game plus but just the idea of like that sucked
1: hmm. i have not experienced any of these glitches but yeah, a uh, not, a, not a
5: glitch not a glitch but i will say when going for the platinum for miles it's really annoying that one of the things that you need to get a hundred percent for the districts does not uh become available for you to grab until after the story is complete. You literally cannot grab these collectibles until after the story is finished. There's only seven of them, but it's still super annoying that like um, I'm not going to spoil like why you're collecting them or anything like that, but like postcards, you can't collect them until after you finish the story. Like yeah, there's a good reason for it, I guess. But like, it's super annoying. A
4: decent reason,
5: especially as someone, as Dev has said, like he generally doesn't go for a platinum unless he can finish everything as he rolls credits. But he can't do that this time because these collectibles don't become available until after you roll credits. I mean, granted, he'd have to play through the game again on New Game Plus because there's a literal New Game Plus trophy in the list. Yeah, but. Dev's already stated that he planned on trying to get this platinum, anyways. I'm just making it clear to him now. Hey, these collectibles don't become available until you finish the
4: story. It's super weird. I think the new game plus is going to throw him off of that platinum run. I mean, you can.
1: If I got to replay the game again, I'm not. No, that's not happening.
5: I'm. I mean, you can blaze through the story, skipping cutscenes in five hours. I will say it's super annoying that you can only skip some cutscenes. Yeah, um, but
1: still, like, they're having to replay it yeah. for the Platinum, and it's not that serious. So,
4: that won't be but something I'll But for the benefit, <laughs> it is a very short run of New Game Plus with it. Because I mean, yeah, I
5: mean, also, also, to be fair, there's um, skill point unlocks you can't unlock until New Game Plus as well, and a suit that's not unlocked until then either. But, like, by the time you reach playing in New Game Plus, you'll have what you need to get those skills and the suit, so...
1: Only suit that matters is the uh, Spider Verse suit. So,
5: I agree. I uh, I'm personal to the the end suit, the one where he's wearing like the combat boots and the the cargo pants and the black hoodie with the, the spray painted spider on the back. Looks great. That's the suit I played entirely in New Game Plus with. So,
2: I would especially say the skipping the not skipping some cutscenes parts annoying. Because, um, I've already t- said this, but I'm gonna say it again. Uh, so, while I was playing the game, I decided to take a break to try out the new Zelda game, since there was a the Zelda game coming out. out around the same time. So, I tried that out, and I decided to come back, and what I usually do, do I close the game the game up, because, cause, I don't know, I just do it, do it p- I just do it because it's a habit I've been doing mostly for everything. So, I just do, um so what I, I had to figure out this game didn't had auto save the hard way
1: mm.
2: very much the hard way and the and I wouldn't mind it if I wasn't in the final mission and this weekend I was gonna kind of like all right let me just i'll just play I'll just try to get the plot in this weekend it shouldn't be that hard um yeah, yeah, those plans kind of flopped oh. i had to, okay, so to explain um it was around seven when I started pl- playing the game, like seven eight eight and then I stopped at 12 and then I stopped at 12 all that all that data did not save apparently and I had to do all of that all all over again which
5: so just to help you out that there is auto in the game but it only it only activates after collecting a collectible completing a crime or completing like an enemy base or whatnot. It does not activate if you're just standing in the middle of the street or anything like that. Uh, it's it's it was the same way in Spider-Man 2018. It's really weird.
2: Perfect. So, so basically, I had to do all of that again, including the most annoying boss fight I've ever had in a game. So Yeah,
5: don't spoil that for people, but that not. boss fight is super annoying. Yeah.
2: Yes, very annoying. I hate it.
1: All right, let's move along. We got a lot of podcasts left, so let's let's get into it. We got two questions this week. Our first question comes from at that retro code. He asks if Sony acquired Hudson Soft, what games would look fantastic on their platform, and what would be their first game?
0: Before
2: we
5: answer this question, can someone explain to me what this is? Because I've yeah. never heard of
1: it. I was gonna say I don't That's- think Haley even knows what Hudson Soft is.
2: <laughs> Did Hudson Soft shut that? Did Hudson Soft shut down?
1: I don't know if they shut down, but I can't remember the last time I've seen their name.
2: And just shut it down. I know, I know, like 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 lived on, on
5: Oh, okay, so Nintendo. Okay, great yeah. reason why I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, so Hudson Soft they they ceased to exist as a company um, in 2012. But yeah, they were like. They made a lot of, like, EDS games. Like, when I think of Hudson Soft, I actually think of Adventure Island. Like, that's the game that comes to mind for me when I think of Hudson Soft, just from just GamePro ads and EGM ads. Like, that is the, the, the game that comes to mind. So, if Hudson Soft were to make a PS game, it would probably be Adventure Island. Like, that's that's what I would imagine.
0: When I, I mean, Hunters Bomberman.
5: I only played the Super Nintendo version of, but other than that, like, eh, I I don't, it I don't know what they would make because they're not a company anymore. So,
2: um, um, when I think and Soft, I think mostly Mario Party. So, if, I guess since I know a little much, a bit about Hudson Soft, like all I know is that Konami bought bought them out and then. Death happened, uh, but but if if, uh, if Sony were to buy Hudson Soft somehow by raising it from the grave, sure, why not?
3: I know a little bit about Hudson Soft. I used to play like have said, Adventure. What is the Adventure Island, mm-hmm. which was a really good game. I would like to see that come back in some type of revival, maybe a ten-dollar game, but. My whole thing is this: Why would you buy Hudson's off in the first place? In terms of what, like Bomberman, you can just buy the IP of Bomberman. I don't see what would be the necessary need to buy an IP, a company that basically doesn't have any any value. Like I don't think not... they
5: could, I don't actually think they could buy the IP for Bomberman, considering Nintendo owns it. But you know, oh,
2: Konami it. N- doesn't Nintendo own it now? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: That's the first uh, game on Switch for a year. And then they ported to PS4 and Xbox One. one with Ratchet and Master
4: Chief in it. All right. I'm looking up some Hudson Soft's games. Hey, they got
3: schooled by a child. No. Uh, <laughs> I will I got an you. answer. You watch your mouth. I got an
4: answer <laughs> for this for this man. Because obviously, you guys live in the literal world. This is a fantasy world, he's asking. <laughs> so the answer is, Bomberman would come to PlayStation. Little Bomberman, his sidekick, will become a a, um, a gay character for no reason. Bomberman will also be talking about stories of what is affecting <laughs> the war crimes of Libya. <laughs> Neil Druckmann <laughs> directing this.
2: I feel like you're mentioning...
4: No, that was a really joke. I, I, and then of course, I figured it was a
5: joke because I was like, <laughs> those have no correlation and also...
2: Yikes!
4: <laughs> and then also... For the gentleman's question, uh, Adventure Island, I hope, would be maybe outsourced to Bluepoint to do like a remake for PlayStation. And then also just to throw it out there, because I did do research, uh, Hudson Soft also did uh, co-develop Bloody Roar, Hmm. and that would be awesome if – uh, Sony owned Bloody Roar again and started throwing out some more fighting of the Bloody Roar franchise. Because those are awesome. I have a list of some of the games they made, by the way. Bonk Adventure, Venture, yep. which is
3: very popular. People liked at the time. Load Runner, which was a decently mm-hmm. popular game. Adventure Island, Dungeon Explorer, Bomberman, of course, Marble Mania, let's see. Wow, that's a game. Bill Lane
1: Beer's Combat Basketball. Can't forget that one.
3: Bill ham combat basketball, Fusion Frenzy two. Like, mostly Mario Party eight is probably the biggest game on this list. No, actually, it's mo-
2: actually, um, they develop all
3: the Mario Party games. Well, so yeah, but that's the point. Mario Party is probably the biggest name on this list, and PlayStation can't develop a Mario Party game, obviously. They can make probably a PlayStation Party game, I assume, but I don't know if it would work. Honestly speaking.
1: Yeah, it's a very players, interesting, interesting uh, question. It's a it's an interesting developer to ask to 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 be on PlayStation just because there's no history there at all,
2: really. I mean, you gotta remember, Soft is gone. It's yeah. long gone. Yeah. Anything anything that's left of it, Konami just it just milks Vomit Man if they need to. If if this assumes design. Konami
5: cares about making video games and instead stops making pachinko machines. Also true.
2: Oh yes, Silent Hill, Hill pachinko machines.
5: Oh my god, that was awful.
2: Golden. <laughs> Game of the year. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if Sony wanted to buy a company, either they'll probably buy Konami out, or yeah, probably just Konami. To be honest.
5: I honestly don't think Sony can afford to buy Konami
2: yeah i don't see that happening
5: also konami cares again too much about making pachinko machines if anything they would license their properties out to people but again the only person who can really afford to buy them in the gaming sphere is microsoft so all right
1: moving along next question um fred france 2017 he says uh I don't know why, but I love singing the GPU and AstroBot Jungle level. The song there, um, he said. I think it would be funny to have that on top of a Christmas tree singing Christmas songs. Am I crazy or is anyone else with me? Hope you guys have a great uh,
5: show. Yes, G- GPU Jungle is a great song, but also like every level sings the name of it. It's it's really funny. Uh, they they all like have an upbeat tune to them, and like if you're in Memory Meadow, it'll make it'll make. You <laughs> oh, and it's, it's really it's, it's an interesting concept for sure honestly though i think my favorite part of astro's playroom besides like these little upbeat tunes uh is all the references the when you find the last of us one it's really funny because ellie's like doing this little like towering behind joel and joel keeps looking around the corner with a brick in his hand and there's a there's a an astrobot dressed up as a clicker uh in in the corner and joel keeps looking around the corner and then hiding
1: i ran into that and didn't even realize it was what it was i was like what what is this didn't even didn't <laughs> click at all not even uh, i click. mean
5: al- also the backpack was on the ground there so probably yeah. why you didn't
1: yeah just did not and just like mm, what is, what's going on here
5: the aloy reference is pretty great too and so is the god of war one so
3: I literally just go through that game, and every time I find one of those little robots, I just beat the crap out of them. Just (laughs) beat the living crap out of them as much as I can. Actually,
5: fun fact in CPU Plaza, which is like the little hub world, there's a trophy for having um, 10 of them follow you. And you know the little glass thing with the little GPU chip in it? Yes. Okay. If you punch like 10 of them, They'll start following you around CPU Plaza. If you stand on the glass with all ten of them on it and punch until the CPU, GPU chip punches you, you get a trophy for it.
3: Cool. Why? Why? Really cool. <laughs> I have been beating the living crap out of them, and <laughs> it is my new joy in life—just to punch those little robots and see their reaction. Knowing they are not going to do nothing about it.
1: So every time you beat a PS5, jump into Astro, beat the robots up, and then move into whatever
3: game you're gonna play. Yeah, pretty much. I uh, I platinumed Astro and then uninstalled it. So it's it's worth the five hundred dollars just to beat those robots. Wow. <laughs> what an
5: interesting turn of
3: events.
2: I actually have more of experience with Astro than I ever PS5 exclusive, mainly because I've just been watching him play and um, um, a streamer play. I forgot, I can't remember his name, but i would just say this, it looks like something Nintendo would make, make, make. and I kind of appreciate that, and I love like all the old references to see, and the music is great, uh, until it's not, because <laughs> that can get really annoying real quick, but again, I'm really excited if I ever get a PS5 to try the game out, because it looks like a fun platformer, and I love platformers, so of course I'm going to play it.
1: Give that man a controller, Delvin, and let him play the daggone game, you Grinch.
4: No. <laughs> I like to just say GPU Jungle's song is top tier compared to the other ones. The other ones do sing their song, but GPU Jungle slaps. Compared.
1: So do they have the lyrics to the songs in every level? Because I found the lyrics like on a wall to GPU Jungle, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Those are the lyrics, but I didn't see that in any other level.
5: No, uh, GPU Jungle is the only one that has the lyrics on a wall. But like again, every level does sing the name of it. It's it's really interesting. I th-
4: I think GPU Jungle is the only one that actually has longer lyrics because there aren't the other ones even just go you know just SSD. Yeah, you know I, what I mean, yeah, yeah. The other ones are, jungle is the only one with a song. Uh, yeah, yeah the
5: other ones are more of like just an upbeat singing the name of the level like SSD.
1: Yeah, if and then could not like, tell. I didn't versions, play a whole lot of that. this game. I only played I, it on the stream I for a year, and that was it.
5: I said I was going to get that platinum. And also, again, this is one of my friends. Uh, I asked this question on PS I Love You for like AstroBots like review, and it was answered by Greg. He was like, yes, there's a platinum. And I was like, cool, I'm getting that platinum. And I did it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I hate motion controls, that game had motion controls, and I was like, I'm done, I'm out of here, we're we're done with this.
5: I will say, having to use motion controls for half that stuff was really annoying,
1: but, you know, I did
5: it, I got it.
1: Yeah, it's cute, and that's about all I got for it.
5: I I mean, essentially, it's just a tech demo to show you, like, features on the controller, but, like, it's still a four-hour tech demo, so. It's
2: basically the Wii Sports of the PS5. It's there to show you how the game, how the, the system will work and get it out of there. Sure. But
5: also, I don't think, I don't think it's the Wii Sports or the PS5 because people aren't throwing their controllers into their TVs and shattering them.
1: That we know of yet. I can definitely <laughs> see somebody doing that monkey and chucking the controller.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah, somebody the monkey it. is, the, mo- the monkey is, is, is a that's a bad design, honestly. And also the trophy the trophy for that one, that was my most annoying trophy in that game. Uh fall 99 meters and catch yourself at the last
0: second.
2: I felt bad just looking
3: at him doing it. Yeah. Not to fan the monkey part.
1: Too much work for you, Doug Evan. Too many buttons to press. Yeah. Oh Definitely. man.
3: Too much work. I mean and you got
5: you got to spin the controller like this. Yeah. Uh, that
1: You're was probably that. the most fun I had with that game was the the, the monkey climbing part. <laughs> all right. I have tried it so but it looks so It's funky, cool. It's a fun, fun game.
5: Probably
1: the right word. Yeah. All right. Time to get into some news. What's your what's your story for us, Haley? Would you go ahead and take it away?
5: Yeah, I had to change this story cuz someone had the same story as me. Uh anyways, Uh, Essentially, uh, Psyonix has come out and said that uh, there won't be 120 FPS for Rocket League on PS5 because uh, on the Xbox series, it would be a minor patch, but a full native port on PS5. And this is apparently due to the way backwards compatibility works with uh, PS5. I don't know. Just a quick, short little story here that's like, all right. I mean, again, most people only have tvs that are going to do 60 fps anyways like a lot of us in the discord are a different exception because the nano cell can do that and justin's tv can do that i don't even remember what his is i know his is sony but i don't know the x900h
1: yeah
5: okay his can do 120 as well but like we're a different brand like we're all like advocating for like the same type of tv or whatnot in the discord those are that's not the most general consensus of consumers. I don't think, I don't think a lot of people are going to have TVs that can do 120 FPS. So like, it's not really a big deal, but also it's weird. Um, essentially to be like, Hey, we're going to give you 120 FPS, but only on Xbox. Like it's, it's weird. And also I keep seeing this in the same vein being advertised as call of duty can only do 120 FPS on Xbox. No, it can't. It can do it on PS five as well. And they've, Glad said that, but people still go with the only available on Xbox. Um, this is not me trying to stoke, like, wars between consoles because I hate that stuff. But, like, it's just a weird situation, honestly.
1: Hmm. So, my thoughts on this, it, it just comes down to just development. The way PS5 games are made, the way Xbox games are made, yeah. I mean, Xbox is literally just a PC. So, it's easier to just kind of turn on and off those features where... I think Sony wants you to develop something native to the PS5 if you want to be able to use, like, the 120 hertz. Um, So it does require a little bit more work. It's definitely doable, um, but it's just a matter of, is that going to be the priority? Like Haley said, not many people have a TV that has HDMI 2.1 that can do 120 hertz. So it becomes one of those things where, you know, do I put in a bunch of development time to get this for the small, you know, group of people that are actually going to use it or do I focus on actual game features that I know my player base wants and then get to this like, you know, down the road? I don't have a 120 Hz TV. I'll probably have a monitor that does that I- eventually, but it's not something that's like high on my priority list. I'm happy to get 60 frames at this point.
5: Yeah, I I don't have a hundred and twenty hertz TV. Again, I want the nano cell which would be able to do it. But um I, I don't have one currently. Currently my T V can only do sixty at four K HDR, so
1: Any thoughts on FPS, Mike? Do do the sixty, hundred twenty hertz, does any of that even really matter to you at all?
4: Well, I I do think it stinks that it does involve uh a whole remake of like a Rocket League. Yeah. In I'm like everyone else on here. I don't have a, a 2.1 HDMI TV because, yeah, my, my uh, TV says 120, but, of course, it doesn't have the HDMI 2.1s. Uh, and then also just more for the benefit of for the thing, apparently for, you know, Haley, I think they're talking about Warzone on Xbox can mm-hmm. be 120. Cold War can, on both systems, but because of the backwards compatibility features of Xbox, Warzone Two can also be 120 on the Xbox. That's what they're chanting for. Just so yeah. they know.
5: I, no, no, no. I, that's great because I, I was a little confused as to why they were still going with it. Like that's that's a great information. But because also, I was, I was who's right still like playing
4: Warzone? A,
1: a lot, lot of people.
4: people. It's free to play. Yeah,
5: I,
1: I Warzone is it's free, free to huge. play.
5: But there are better games to play.
1: Depending on well, that's sure. all in the eye of the beholder. Better to you may not be better than them. There, are, I have, still have lots of friends that are playing Warzone and enjoying it. But continue, Mike.
4: I, what is it? No, uh, yeah, because I was going to say I was just like you yesterday when I saw it, and then I did. I read it so fast when I saw him say Call of Duty, but I saw him say Warzone. That I'm like, oh, okay, chill down. But no, uh, it does stink, and I do wish. But also at the same time, could this possibly be updated into the system? I could. I don't know. Because, like, how they can say they can update 8K into the system later, they're going to do a patch for the, the 1440p uh, screens too, mm-hmm. monitor screens. Like, I wonder, uh, can this hot be... Hot take?
5: I don't actually think they're going to do that. Um, honestly, the fact that they've said if we receive enough fan feedback, we'll do it. But then they've also come out and said that they haven't heard fan feedback of, like not having enough storage space when literally that's been like the most talked about thing on the internet. I don't think they're doing 1440 I thi- P. Yeah.
4: I think also Jim Ryan is a sugar coder. I think the idea that he just bullshits for Sony to try to keep them just at a neutral level. But the idea of uh, just knowing it might possibly might happen. And then I don't know, cause I'm not a tech person. Like, could that be patched in because of even like the, You know, just other little things of that have been being rumored around. Could they update, like maybe even like, uh, how much data gets pushed through an HDMI? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think they definitely, as far as the 1440p, I believe that'll happen eventually. Same with the 8K. It's literally just something that they have to patch it and turn on. I just don't think either of those are super high priorities because one, who the hell has an 8K TV? like that's not a big thing and again consoles don't exist in the monitor space like it's just not there aren't if you're not a streamer you're typically not playing your games on a monitor so the 1440p well yeah it'd be great for those who play on pc and have their whole setup all in one place but it's just not a majority so i understand the the push for you know making sure everything works on the tv because consoles typically I would say probably 85% of the time are hooked up to a TV. So that's their focus. You don't have very many. There aren't TVs that you can buy that run like 1440p as like their native resolution. So them not including that. Well, yeah, it does suck for those people who, you know, use a monitor. It's not there's not a huge like player base that is sitting there on console trying to game in 1440p. So I do think that they've heard some feedback, but it's not enough of them to really make that move yet. And even hearing feedback about the hard drive, like you can't change that at this point. They're waiting to get, you know, enough information on the Gen 4 SSDs to be able to say, yeah, these are the ones that will work and that will come. It does suck, but that's also part of early adoption. You're going to deal with all of the things that just aren't quite ready yet by being there day one um it definitely sucks like also moving stuff from the ssd to the hard drive like you can't move ps5 games but that's something else that i think that will come in a patch i think that's something that they will be able to address down the road um but again this is just the the joy of being an early adopter these early adopter woes like that's just kind of par for the course can you play your games yes do you have to delete something to play more probably but it's not going to be the regular. That'll that'll change. Yeah. Personally.
5: Oh. Also, slight update because you asked me last week, um, if uh, Watch Dogs uses the card system. It does. But I will also say I seed my time with Watch Dogs. I'm done. I uninstalled it. Um, and instead I installed the free Mortal Kombat 11 PS5 upgrade. So, which also has a separate trophy list. Like, so I may indeed. Buy The control ultimate edition because it means I could earn that plat again. Which heck yeah, because control is a great plat. Um, that, that's, a fun, that's a fun game. Uh, I know it didn't have a separate list on PS4, but like I I, 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 the way everything's working, I guess it's gonna have a separate list on PS5, so I'll earn that again. That's that, that was a great game. Plus, I want to see all the ray tracing and control as well. And it's on sale on the PlayStation store right now for like 30 bucks in Canada. I know it's 20 in the States, it's the same thing on Xbox as well. It's on sale right now, so. I mean, granted, I don't really want to be rewarding 505 for this nonsense, <laughs> but, like, it's on sale and I'm not paying full price for it, so,
1: yeah. yeah. 20 bucks is definitely a really good price for that. Yeah. You gonna say something, Delvin, about frames? You probably can't even see him. so. No. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think so.
5: <laughs> so, so that's exactly the answer i expected from delvin doesn't give a crap
3: about this at as all. as soon as you but play miles in performance
1: mode i need you to ping me and let me know
2: what you think
3: okay i will do that not to the person
2: who actually cares about frames uh i think it does like 120p wait not 120 120 frames that's what, how you say it right yes um i think it will get patched for most games Games like the games that are probably running on 60 frames right now will probably get patched on PS5 for 120 frames. Uh, it's just a matter of time and waiting. And if, you, and if you don't like it, you can just wait. I mean,
1: it'll, yeah. it's
2: gonna happen
4: eventually. Good answer, Delvin Junior. Yep, it'll come. Just yeah, be patient. That's my line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next story, Delvin. What you got for us, bro?
3: Um. I think I, I, this is a story that kind of touched me in terms of how everything goes in Miles Morales they have a, well multiple tributes to Chadwick Bozeman in the game and I've, it kind of hit me hard because it's still for those who don't know like Chat with Bozeman's death hit me hard in terms of and my son can attest to this because Black Panther was that movie for me that movie that you can see pure black excellence mm-hmm. amazing movie it felt like we were going somewhere. So when his, his passing happened, he's such a talented actor. It meant a lot to me. And it means a lot to me to see that in the Spider-Man, Smile for which I think is fitting, they have, they named the road after him. And if I'm correct, it's on... 42nd Street. It, yeah, it, it's, 40, it's 42nd Street. 42nd Street, which is after, basically after his, him playing Jackie Robinson. Correct. And it's between 3rd Avenue and 1st Avenue. And I think that's cool that we've gotten to this point in video games, where we can do these sorts of tributes to people who kind of just like revolutionized things we love. Like Black Panther, whether you liked it or not, is a revolutionary movie. Mm-hmm. I actually
5: still haven't seen it. It's in my queue to watch, so.
3: Yeah, it's, it's excellent. It's one of the first superhero movies with that type of budget that's as successful as it is. And it's an amazing movie. I think I've said this before. It feels like, it feels like Black Star Wars in terms of when, you, when you're when you watching the movie and you first see Wakanda, it's like another planet. Mm-hmm. The technology, the way it looks, it's amazing. It is something we've never seen before. Not only in black cinema, just a cinema in general in terms of seeing black people portrayed in that way. And Hold on. dope that we have video game companies, and not only video game companies, recognizing the importance of chat with Bozeman to, to not only the black community, but just to the culture in general. And I'm, I'm happy that he will forever live on in this game. I know there's another tribute that I haven't seen yet, I know Haley, you pro- you've seen uh, so you about that the,
5: There's another tribute in the end credits as well, that's like in loving memory of Chadwick Boseman and stuff like that. Uh, there's, also, there's also a straight up like statue of Stan Lee in the game as well. Um, uh, for anyone who's played Spider-Man 2018 uh you'll know that like that cameo was a big thing like it was brought up um essentially it's it's outside the same diner where you would see him in 2018 uh essentially he's just like a statue outside and you interact with it there's even a trophy for it but like the statue looks cool it's modeled like it looks exactly like stanley it's great um but yeah, the the tribute to Chadwick Boseman is great, and this, by the way, was the same story that Delvin and I both had, so that's why I had to grab a story last minute. Oh,
3: hold up! Before you, anybody else goes, Delvin, I want you to give your thoughts on it because you're a big Chadwick Boseman fan. You like, and also Miles Morales is kind of your thing because you are part Black, part Latino. So Chadwick, Bos- Chadwick Boseman's Dev kind of felt
2: unreal to me. Like, wow, and the main um when they- when they announced like they were- I kinda just got- Cuz I don't think- I'll say this
3: I, I might be wrong, but I don't they think I, announced I don't, They announced the casting. of me. Yeah, they did. They're sure they, did. The movies, they And I they haven't announced that yet. Um, but-
2: I would say this, I don't think anyone can do- Do chat with Bozeman's like- Like, take on the Black Panther.
4: Technical difficulties. Hold on, re- real quick while they're checking that. Haley, you haven't seen Black Panther?
5: I have not. No, I I have Disney Plus and it's in my queue. So,
4: all right, this was a this is a good show you guys got, but you know you gotta do some management around here. She has not seen Black Panther. <laughs> Dalvin Junior might I, have I, a seat.
5: <laughs> I will. I will end you. I will end you.
1: You definitely need to watch Black Panther. I don't know how I you mean not get it
5: Again, it's in my queue. It's in my queue. I just have all the things that I have to focus on
4: first. You waited so long because they're black?
5: Where? <laughs>
4: Stop. Stop. I swear to God. That's the third time
5: someone's made that joke to me. And it's not funny. It's not. That's Is not why happen? I haven't watched it. Mm, no. oh, it's
3: escalated. <laughs> We're going to and finish tell about Black Panther.
2: Uh, i was just say this, it's, it's, I, it really touched me that they decided to tribute Black, uh, Chack with death. Mainly because of the fact that it's not Black Panther's game. It's, it's my, and I really appreciate that they still acknowledge the fact that a legend basically passed away. And I really appreciate that. It, like, it reminds, it kind of reminds, and it kind of reminds me of, like, I know probably none of you care about Fortnite at all, but it kind of reminds me of when they just added the Black Panther statue. I,
5: uh, I think I'm the only one here who's actually played Fortnite besides you, so... <laughs> but yes, the, the statue in Fortnite was really cool. I
2: thought it was, I thought it was cool. I, wasn't, I didn't know how to feel about it at first because it was like a couple of days after the death. But after like taking some thought, like, yeah, yeah, it's really nice that they, they decided to acknowledge the death.
3: I think in these times with everything that's going on in the country and things like that, being able to take time to appreciate people who have contributed to making this world a better place with with inclusiveness, because I think Black Panther is a movie that kind of did that, you know, or just anything. Like Stan Lee also. Stan Lee was always about inclusiveness and just... Bringing people together, uniting people, like there's yeah, a documentary uh, series on um, Netflix. I think you guys should check. I call it the Six One Six. That's it's, on
5: Disney Plus. It's yeah, not Disney on Plus, Netflix.
3: <laughs> but yes, uh, but on the first episode, they talk about the Japanese Spider Man. Spider Man, and what's cool about that is the guy who brought the Japanese Spider Man to Japan when he when they showed like the footage of it to the American execs they hated it because they didn't get the, the cultural references and the cultural difference of it and this guy was like I'm going to get fired right <laughs> like, and this is like in the 70s and stuff like and he's like I'm going to get fired and my career's over so he's thinking this career's over all of a sudden Stanley comes up and says I love it I love that they did such a different take on Spider-Man and they made it their own yeah, yeah uh, that's um...
5: dope on the topic of Stan Lee here, because um, I don't know if you all remember, but like Andrew Garfield was interviewed about like who he'd want. Like, after, this was, of course, before the Amazing Spider-Man series got shelved for the Tom Holland stuff, right? Um, Andrew Garfield was uh, interviewed about who he wanted his next love interest to be in like the next Spider-Man movie, and he made a joke about um, Michael B. Jordan and why not discover that Peter's or whatnot right and people attributed stan lee commenting like hey we're not gonna do that as being like well stan lee's home no stan lee oh, was no. like was like no stan lee is not homophobic stan lee was literally like hey that's a great concept but we already have like stories planned out for these movies we can explore that later um and there's also references to stuff like that with like clint and steve or whatnot in the comics too but like stan lee was great about that stuff uh, it's just a matter of, like, people attributing things that were said to Stan Lee's mouth that weren't there, and it's, like, again, as you're saying, Stan Lee's always been about inclusivity, like, Stan Lee is, like, what was one of the biggest, uh, support, I can't directly remember, again, like, I'm, I'm more into the DC side of comics than I am the Marvel, but, like, I can't directly remember, I'm pretty sure Stan Lee was involved in Black Panther's creation, right? Sure.
3: And also the X Men, which is basically about racism and culture in America.
5: Yes, Science. and also the and also yes, the racism part as well, but also the gay thing as well. Uh, yes. When trying to like talk about curing the X Men and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, very much um. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just great that this is in there. Um. But also, I wanted to ask Delvin Junior. Uh, I know this wasn't a direct tribute to to Chadwick in in Spider-Man 2018, but what were your thoughts on, like, the mission in 2018, where, like, you take a photo of the Wakandan embassy and Peter talks about King T'Challa?
2: 2018?
5: Yeah, yeah. I, I,
2: thought, I thought that was cool. I like, I like the, like, w- references they made. Of course, that was after. That was before all that went down. But I thought it was cool that, the that um, Spider-Man 2018 decided to, like, mention that there are other superheroes besides Spider-Man. Like, the mm-hmm. coolest one to me was the fact that they mentioned they mentioned Daredevil because I love Daredevil
5: yeah the the bar in Hell's Kitchen yeah that was a good reference Not, I also I also also really like the Sanctum Centaurum as well like they got the design like entirely like lifted from the movie kind of like,
2: that, that wasn't the only reference There was also like his like actual lawyer card and he mm-hmm. apparently mentioned that a blind man gave it to him and, and it was really cool Cool, like, yeah, yeah. Mentioning like, all different super- superheroes that actually in as well. And the Avengers were the coolest,
5: to me. That reference is still in the remastered version, by the way, because I know there was a tweet going around about that. But essentially, because Greg Miller had posted that, like, they cut the line about the Avengers being on the West Coast in the remaster, but they didn't. Essentially, uh, a car chase had gone by while he was taking the video, and it cut off the audio about the
0: the
1: Avengers be on the West Coast, so... Good old Marvel. Marvel gonna Marvel. I I appreciate them putting all the love and care that they do into their worlds, and it just, you know, goes to show that when you have somebody who's, you know, as loved and appreciated as Chadwick is, that they give him the respect and show him the love that I think he deserves, not just as the Black Panther, but also as an actor and as just a person. Like, he... Mm-hmm. He was battling cancer for a long time, and none of us knew that. Just showed that his strength and his resolve to understand that what he was doing was more important than what he was battling. He was bigger than his disease, and um, I just really appreciate his him and and what he brought to the stage, and the fact that they're you know honoring him in so many different ways. Just I really appreciate it, and I love to see it, and I I hope that it continues on. I know that they're going to be doing something in the Avengers game as well. Um, so I just am glad that it's not just like being shoved under the rug or, you know, being forgotten about, you know, just how big Chadwick was as a person and what he meant to just the culture. Black Panther was one of the few movies me and my wife both left in tears because we had never seen ourselves represented in that way on screen. So it's huge. Now
2: I'm just looking forward like to a that good, Netflix a lot of the Marvel media just, yeah. just chat with both, but I'm wondering that black if Black Widow's gonna talk about it, like say anything about it. they like, like, sure. uh,
5: mm-hmm. I'm gonna. i I wonder if they'll do the same thing they did with the Stan Lee, with the Marvel credits for Stan Lee. that
3: would be, cool. Yeah. That'd be really cool.
5: Uh, but also, uh, what are your thoughts on them moving forward with Black Panther two?
2: Um, sure. I mean, I mean. Yeah, I think as long as they got someone who can play as Black Panther, like,
5: uh, well, appar- Jack Apparently, according to the IGN article, it's gonna, they're gonna, it's gonna have a bigger focus on Shuri.
2: Uh, and I think I already know what the plot's gonna be. Uh, but, but, I just, re- I'm just really, really hoping that they just make this movie as good as the first one. Because, um, uh, Little trivia: uh, When I first saw the movie, I didn't really like it as much, uh, cause I saw I saw it w- with my cousins. And I didn't really like it as much, m- much. And then I rewatched it, and then I was re I rewatched it, and like I that right And then um, like before End Game, I decided to rewatch like a bunch of Marvel movies, and that was one of them, because I di- still didn't know how to feel about that movie. And after rewatching it, it was great. I loved it. It it was definitely like. Uh, one one of my favorite Marvel movies. Like, it is a fantastic movie. Worse can I even describe how great that movie was?
3: Um, I want to say that um, I, I've been thinking about them recasting Black Panther for a minute now, and I'm torn on it because part of me is like, that's yes, with Legacy almost, and he played the role. I want to say what three times, three four times. He played in, in the Black Panther movie, Wait, no. Civil War, in-game and in Infinity War. Yeah, four times. So, I'm tolerant, but at the same time, I feel like the world needs a Black Panther.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: I know of- a lot of people want Michael B. Jordan to be recast as
1: him as well. I don't want that at all. No, yeah. Be- I haven't heard that, but that makes zero sense to me.
5: I know it does. I know it does. I know he's the villain in Black Panther, but... I- that's just a thing that keeps popping up on the internet uh-huh.
3: don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, my, my whole thing is this I'm happy to doing Black Panther 2 and I'm completely fine with Shuri becoming the Black Panther but I don't want it to feel rushed so they need to recast Black Panther to make that transition happen I'm fine with that because I feel like this story is too important to mess up on
1: Yeah, they have to we, pass the mantle culture, properly
3: Yes, we as a culture need Black Panther. Like this movie, the first movie was super important to us. The second movie is going to be super important to us, and I feel like having that sort of representation, like Kelly, like you always talk about with Bit, how much you love Bit, how important Bit is. I, to you. I love Bit. Yes, you need I to watch like Bit. You need to watch Black <laughs>
1: Panther
3: again. It's in my
1: queue.
5: Bit's I feel in his like, queue. Um, I know it I is. Like he messaged me about it.
3: Black Panther is important to us like that in terms of. It's part of our culture. It's one of the few movies that got black culture right. And that's something that we preach. Like, Dev always talks about how video games doesn't get our hair right. And There's so many things that video games gets wrong about black culture. And when you watch a movie that just gets it. <laughs> like, completely. It means a lot. I know... It's weird to say this to certain people like white people. I don't think they get it completely because most of modern day culture movies about white people have been going on forever. So it's not new to them for a movie to get their culture right. With us, it's still new to us because the only time when we get movies about us that's right is usually done by us. And sometimes it comes off as a parody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Medea. Black Panther doesn't feel like that. It's not that. Blade even. Blade mm-hmm. as great as Blade is, I love Blade to death. Blade is one of those movies that's not a black movie. Not at all. It just stars
4: a black actor. Yeah. There's a there's a stark difference.
3: 100%. I wish.
4: Uh, I wish with the Black Panther, to leave on this. I'm glad I. I don't even know how to feel about it. I kind of have a feeling like I wish they kind of did like that C.J. facing of Chadwick to maybe pass the mantle. Through um, I saw one idea of keep putting him in that uh, that uh, plane of existence of where his dad is.
1: Mm-hmm. The ancestral plane, yeah.
4: Maybe, yeah. Make him pass pass the torch there, in some way. But then at the same time, I do agree. I don't want him to feel rushed for the the culture or even just fans in general. And, uh, I, it just, well, how I'm going to say it, it sinks, sucks that they used a lot of black actors in the first movie for everything. Cause my first thought would be like an actor who would be a pretty good job. I think would be the, the actor who plays Michael B. Jordan's dad. So, uh, Chichala's uncle,
0: mm-hmm.
4: he would have been a, I think he would have been a yeah. good, like, uh, like I don't want to call it replacement, but you know what I mean. A person at least to yeah. pretend to be Chichala for for this moments in time because he has a really good voice. And he's, he's, he's
1: got he's, presence. He does.
4: Yeah, he's awesome, and this is us. Yep. So yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's all I want to say. It's, it's gonna be hard. I think
1: them giving it to Shuri feels natural and feels correct to make her take on the mantle of Black Panther. She's taken it on before in the comics, but then it's like. How do you pass that mantle on correctly to an actor that's going to have the stage presence? Are we going to just continue with Shuri as a Black Panther or are we going to transfer that to to somebody else? And and how do you do that and how do you do it right without it feeling rushed or feeling pandering?
5: Yeah, they're apparently going into production next year. So Yeah. June. Uh, yeah.
2: This whole situation's kind of remind me of like the whole Heath Ledger situation because Oh,
5: uh, yeah. That because yeah. that yeah. whole yeah. thing yeah. actually <laughs> Let, let, let me finish. He was
2: originally supposed to be in Dark Knight Rises, is, mm-hmm. but since you know Heath Ledger passed, um, they had to rewrite the script. And oh god, that movie was. And I'm hoping Black Panther two does not end up in how Dark Knight Rises was because that that felt rushed.
3: I I will say this, and my son just brought up a good point. The Heath Ledger thing is kind of the perfect example in terms of Heath Ledger passed away. They gave it granted, they gave it some time. They came up with another joker. That joker wasn't good, but they came up with another joker that people love. I think if you find the right actor, people will be accept- will, will accept it.
5: You, yeah uh, uh, yeah, you already lost on that, my friend. Jared Leto is uh, reprising his role as the joker. yes yes. Yeah in uh in the snyder cut of justice league we, we've already lost on that hours long. and yeah that movie is like apparently going to be five hours long
4: <laughs> there's like
5: 150 minutes of unseen footage going into the snyder cut of justice league it's yeah already on top of a two-hour movie just so, make it a just, series just
1: so make it a limited I, series that, that's, no, like,
5: that's what they're doing. They're releasing it in like five it's parts. Four episodes. Okay, Yeah. Cool. Thank God. Um, I won't watch it, but that's I cool. <laughs> I mean, again, HBO Max isn't available here, so... I feel bad Good. for
2: you. Uh, uh, but, ba- but basically, uh, I hope Jared Leto and Joker does not come back after that, because... Oh, God. I, my friend mentioned this. I thought it was funny, so I'm going to say it here. If Takashi69 was a, a joker, that would be exactly Pim. That. <laughs> I mean, that that man that is, is already accurate. a joker <laughs> and a laughingstock, so.
1: That is accurate. I like Jared Little's joker. I, like Jared Little. I don't care. Works for me. It's crazy.
4: I take back all the good things I said about you, Delvin Jr.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh! Actually, hey, breaking news. Uh,. From Insomniac Games, overnight, we released an update for Marvel Spider-Man on PS4, bringing those suits and the ability to export your save to Marvel Spider-Man Remastered. We also updated Remastered to allow import of those exported saves with many additional fixes, including the rest mode cla- crash. A PS5. So uh, you can now upload your save from Marvel Spider-Man PS4 to the Remastered version. That's great. So- I didn't buy that
1: one. I got just the regular. Uh,
5: you, you, yeah, I know you got the regular. I, <laughs> I've been waiting for them to fix the rest mode glitch with the uh, remaster before I opened it. So
3: now I can download remaster. I didn't even download it because of that rest mode glitch.
1: Makes sense. Yeah, I would have. I would have held off on that too. All right, let's move into our final story here. So this has been kind of lighting up the internet. Uh, lots of conjecture, lots of thoughts around it. Jim Ryan, in an interview, um, kind of hinted at something you know going on with PS Now. Um, in an interview to the TAS Russian news agency, he was asked how will Sony respond to Microsoft's Game Pass. Um, his answer was surprising. He said, there's actually news to come, but just not today. We have PlayStation Now, which is our subscription service, and that is available in a number of markets. There has been so many different thoughts and and ideas about what the heck this quote means. As Mike said, Jim Ryan seems to just kind of sugarcoat everything and kind of just seems to talk out the side of his mouth a lot. It just seems like, you know, he just says whatever he wants to say to just, you know, pander to the crowd that he's talking to. He's been quoted in PSVG as Jim Lyon Ryan many a times. Because we believe in generations, correct? Um, I don't know what this could mean. If it means anything, or if he's just talking out the side of his mouth just because. Like, the news could be something as basic as, yeah, we're just updating PS Now to work better on PS5. It could mean that they're bringing more games to the service, it could mean it's getting added to PS Plus. It could mean any number of things, and it could ultimately mean nothing. Um, I just wanted to get everybody's thoughts on what they think of PS Now, what they'd like to see happen to PS Now, and whether they think this this quote actually has any weight. I'm going to start with you, hey I
5: have. Uh, yeah, so I actually subscribed to PS Now month to month. Um, I haven't used it in a little bit, but uh, I used it... Earlier this year, uh, famously to go back in Platinum Infamous. Um, That was a fun one to earn. Um, And then, essentially, like, there's a lot of great stuff that gets added to it month to month. Some of it's, like, only there for a short time. Like, for example, uh, Days Gone leaves in January. Uh, Rage 2 just got added to the service as well. Uh, Metro Exodus is leaving next week, I think. Um, A lot of great stuff gets added to it. I would love to see it be improved um I mean like I subscribe to Game Pass but don't have a way to play any of that stuff and I'm not concerned about canceling Game Pass at the moment because again I plan to get an Xbox but like everyone keeps making the insinuation that like hey what if Microsoft Game Pass came to PlayStation I doubt that'll ever happen I mean if it did that'd be great but like I I don't know that that's going to happen. I don't know that PlayStation will also come up with their own Game Pass. Like Dev said, I think this is probably just going to be like, hey, we've updated PS Now to run better on PS5. Uh, Maybe we'll add more games frequently to it. But again, Sony's also come out and said, like, we don't have the market share or market capital to release our games day and date on a Game Pass-like service. So I don't really know what this could mean. It could also, again, just be Jim, Jim Ryan lying. But like, <laughs> I don't know. This is so like, also I've never even heard of this like service, like this website before. Like I linked it in the chat earlier this week and I'd seen it because Chris McCracken had linked it in the MTTG discord, but I've never heard of this agency, like this news agency before. It's This is the first time I've heard of it from this interview, but like, Jim Ryan like just saying stuff yeah. like hey we don't really have feedback that people aren't aren't happy with the amount of storage space on the ps5 uh, have you paid attention to the internet yeah. like at all like
1: yeah what about you Mike what do you what do you think about this this PS now news you think it's anything at all
4: I think we're probably gonna if anything minimum we're just gonna get like that bundle price like if uh, Game Pass Ultimate's 15 bucks. We might get like a $15 PS Plus, PS Now bundle. Uh, I don't think this will make first party games come to the service. They might have a, I don't even know they're going to be honest. I don't, because I assume, I was like, would they put them on the service after maybe a year? If they did, it would not be spoken about. I think it'd just be something like, hey, surprise. And then you start catching the, the trend. Mm-hmm. I because I don't think they're gonna verbally go yeah we'll just wait a year it'll be on like on our PS now service but uh maybe I don't I highly doubt it because I think it involves they probably they yeah, they strengthen maybe their streaming services towards the ps5 like yeah you'll have a better broadband of uh streaming since I believe the ps5 has like a, a higher cap of how much broadband you can get on your your system mm-hmm. compared, like the PS4, so that might be able to at least like make it look like we're you know boosting our servers so that you can stream PS3 games if you're feeling like it. But it would be cool if they do it. But I I'm one of the advocates. I think PS Now is pretty good. I think the idea of bundling it will help PS Now at least be uh, more highlighted because. The one thing I like, okay, like um, how you brought up Metro Exodus. At least when it was announced, it gave you the window. Like, hey, you got to, like maybe two to three months of the the game on the service. If you want it, download it, play it. But you only got three months. At least, at least they're kind of transparent on what time mm-hmm. they they come off the service, come on the service. I like. But I think we're just probably gonna get a a bundle price. Yeah.
1: Sounds. I mean that that sounds legit. It wouldn't it wouldn't shock me at all if that's all the news to come was. I don't think it's gonna be anything huge, but we'll see. All right, all right. The the, the Cox family. What do you what do you guys think?
2: I have so much to say about this topic, especially PS Now alone. So let me just start by saying I am so tired of game companies. Like PS Now, now this is a great service. I I used it before, but I am so tired of game companies not preserving their games. Like I'm really hoping. We- of course, for, for compared to his past record, no, it's probably not for. But I'm really hoping he means like we're gonna finally get PS1 games on there because I think it's per I think it's good good to preserve the old old stuff, and I hate the fact that game companies are doing that because if you look at like let's say um um Echo Knights uh, I I uh, I was talking about th- this game to a friend since he's he loves the series um but. If you look at the third game and the, because it was from software's first few games, um, if you look at the third game, it is worth thousands, like not thousands, but it's worth a lot, because the game did sold well, and it kind of makes me mad that game companies don't want like to preserve this. Like if From Software released Echo Knights, Echo Knights Two, and Echo Knights Three, I feel like it would actually get do something. It will actually earn something because from software is a bigger company now. I feel like still worth the old to preserve and like resell the original game because Not only new people who are interested about that game like huh, this looks huh, This looks interesting We'll just buy it because it looks it looks interesting, but People who played the game before like oh, they re released this on the newest console. Let me buy it And I'm really hoping that PS now does that, and they're doing it already, but, like, it's not a good enough job, like, PS3 games are on there, which is pretty cool, like, a lot of, the majority of, like, PS3, like, exclusives are on there, uh, but when it comes to, like, PS2 and, PS, PS2 barely has anything on there, There, so, like, there's a couple of games, but it barely has anything, and then, there's nothing for PS1, it's mostly just PS4, PS3, a couple PS2 games. What's a PS1? And I'm just really hoping, like, for a PS5, we'll start seeing like more older titles getting, like, being on PlayStation now because that's what I liked about Game Pass. When I had an Xbox, it there was like there was so many titles those from older generations that I missed that I get to check out again, and and I thought that was awesome. PS now kind of has that, but it's less like that. It's, it has, like, a PS3 games, which is great, but barely any PS2 games, and then no PS1 games. It's, it's, it's really just a shame to me. That's all I have to
1: say. Yeah, they're definitely sitting on a treasure trove of game titles when you look at the PlayStation back catalog from PS1 to PS2, even to the PS3. They could definitely do a lot with it, and almost kind of challenge um game pass when it comes to just the older stuff and kind of like a back compact experience uh i just don't know how much of that is just like lost in licensing and rights and things of that nature because a lot of times they don't end up owning these ips with the companies that own the ips no longer exist so it becomes this muddled mess of how do we even license the games to put on this service i think that could be a lot of what's going on especially with the ps1 era Um, PS2 maybe not as bad but I still think that there is a lot of stuff that just happened behind the scenes where those games aren't able to be licensed again to be put on a service like PS Now Um, but Uh, they're definitely sitting on a treasure trove
5: Another thing here too that I think could be an improvement hey, how about when you're streaming PS3 games actually have the DLC accessible as well because Fallout 3 is essentially like Fallout 3 is consistently advertised on PS Now as like, hey, here's a role-playing game Uh, that game is broken, essentially, without the DLC now, at that point. Like, there were so many patches added with the DLC, that the game is essentially broken without them, um, and you can't access them while playing PS Now, because it's streaming the game, so you don't get access to the DLC. Uh, same goes for New Vegas, as well. You can't access the DLC for that game, uh, while playing it through PS Now, which is unfortunate, because for someone who loves New Vegas and Fallout 3... I'd love to go back and replay those, but I I won't because I can't access the DLC. So the games are fundamentally broken and missing weapons that are, you know, easier to handle and stuff. Like one of my favorite weapons, you can't you can't use it while playing the uh, the Fallout Three version in uh, NPS now. You can't use the Tesla Cannon because you
1: don't get it because it's DLC from Broken Steel. Any any thoughts on this at all, Dylan?
3: I think uh, PS Now is a great service, I like it a lot, but it's weird. I think when people say competitive Game Pass, I look at it like this, well, PS Now kinda is a competitive Game Pass, they just don't market it. They have similar, only difference between PS Now and Game Pass is the fact that Game Pass brings current games to, to the system, as opposed to PS Now brings some current games but mostly older games. The problem with PS Now that I have is the fact that they have great games, but then they have a lot of fluff on there. Stuff that's weird, like cricket and stuff like that. I'm like, huh, do we really need this on there? We, we could just put some more better games. I think if they're going to take more time to update it, make it more marketable, people would buy it. Like PS Now is incredibly cheap for what you're getting. Is cheaper than Game Pass. It's $60 a year for PS Now. And you get all those games. That's a, gir- a great deal. But they don't never talk about it. And it also, it's always on sale. Like, I think, if I'm correct, it's on sale now for like $44. Mm. And they, they just don't promote it. They just don't talk about it. They just don't bring it up. And I feel like that's some, one of the things they're kind of missing on. Like, they can make it a thing they just choose not to make it a thing and that's the biggest problem with PS now to me honestly yeah they definitely
1: could use some marketing push just a little bit more visibility Um, hopefully that'll bring that I mean there's a whole tab for it on the PS5 like natively Um so hopefully they do something to at least bring more visibility to PS now Um, whether that be bundling it in with PS Plus and creating some kind of ultimate service or what not or just, you know, improving the service and letting us know what improvements they've made to whether games are able to be downloaded, whether they're able to be streamed a little bit better. But just, they, they I think they're sitting on a, a treasure trove that could compete with Game Pass in a way. I don't think anything is going to compete with the ability to get all of the first-party studio games day and date. Like, there's just nothing that you can compete with that, and from a Sony standpoint, they're they're just not going to be able to do that. So I think Game Pass will always have the kind of one-up there, but when you look at just the back catalog of games and the amount of games that are on PS Now as it is, from that price standpoint, it is a great service, but it, it needs to be improved. And and hopefully they can do that. Hopefully that's what he's alluding to, and we'll hear more about that, hopefully soon. I uh,
2: I have one more thing to say. Uh, funny story, actually. So I was actually p- p- looking through the PS Now library and just you no, know, just browsing it, and I, I saw so many licensed games that I that I honestly had tried. So I spent the entire day playing a bunch of garbage licensed games, uh, like. Ben isn't ben, Isn't ben, Bolt one of thinking.
5: those titles as well? Uh. Isn't Bolt available through that as well?
2: I think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I was surprised to see, Toy Story 3 is not there. So, add that, and PS9 will automatically become the best thing ever. <laughs> but, fu- but funny thing, actually. So, I saw there was a Cars 2 game, and I'm like, I immediately have to try this. Because, uh, Cars 2 is not a gr- great movie. It's pretty bad. So, I'm like, yeah, I have to try this. And, surprisingly enough, it was actually a good game. It was actually a good game. I did not expect to, to enjoy the game as much as I did, but it's... Like, it controls decently. It, it actually, there's, like, actually a decent roster of characters. It's legit a decent game, which is not really that surprising since Pixar games are usually okay, range from okay to pretty good. It was actually pretty
4: good. Yeah. You're working your way back up into my, my point of view, Delvin Jr. I'm approving some of your messages, but people want Critter Crutch and Disney's Brave on PS Now, okay? That's what we play. Just give me Toy Story three. I don't. How about those
5: uh, Marvel tie-in games? Get those in there. Those are some easy plots. I don't even know what games
1: you're talking about.
5: Well, I mean the Captain America tie-in game. That was a that's an easy thousand points on Xbox and an easy platinum on PlayStation. Uh, there's a couple other ones that were made for it as well. The Green Lantern tie-in game is also a good one as well. Um, get that stuff in there, and you've you've got some great great ps3 games to play uh yeah you, you could also get the wonderful game that is my name is mayo Two. i know mike fowler has that plat
4: <laughs> yeah oh i then i did four i did yes. that one too yes
5: you did yeah
4: uh, did i'll do it as week.
5: well i just need to get paid first but yeah I, I i have no shame in the fact that i have my name is mayo one platinum and i will have my name is mayo two platinum it's only a dollar you don't get a yes, dollar right now? But I'm okay, here's the thing. Conversion. It's not a dollar here. It's two dollars here. But also, I have I have groceries to buy and I don't get paid till Thursday. Well there you have it. Don't eat. Eat mayo. No. F- Ew, gross. I
2: hate mayo. I don't like mayo. No do I like, mayo. That game that that game is just spamming and it hurt my fingers. I I mean,
5: you have to hit the button like 3,000 times. Yeah.
2: And I did, dumb. And played the entire game. 10,000. But who's counting? (laughs) Just don't. Wow. My conclusion. You want a trick now? Delvin Jr. If you play
4: My Name is Mayo? Huh? You want a trick for My Name is Mayo too? If you play it? The touchpad and the X are both, they both, so you can just rock, like, Shake the controller and you hit both control things at the same time. It made it really fast for me.
5: You only have to hit it five thousand times then, because you're hitting two buttons at once.
4: <laughs> yeah, math. Dad, he just gave
2: me a trick, trick to get the platinum.
1: <laughs> well, I am mayo too. Easy platinum.
4: Well, don't listen to your dad. I'm a good guy. See, see. Your dad's been trying to tell you to <laughs> throw. <laughs> All right. He needs to look at his messages, and I've already said stuff.
1: So, we already got a bunch of your thoughts on PS5, Delvin. Uh, Mike, you've had the PS5 for a while. I- I'd like to to get your thoughts on how you feel about the PS5. I know you said you were coming from a base PS4 to the PS5, and that seems like a pretty large transition. So just give me like your overall, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, of-, of how you feel about the PS5 and, and what it's
4: doing for you. It is, it is like a, it's really cool. It's night and day compared, but this also is my first time ever being uh, at a launch for a system. I usually buy my systems around like tax time and stuff, but this is the first time we were just able to get one. And I, I don't have. There's no buyer's remorse, but I do wish to hear they were a little bit faster on the updates than they're saying. Like, even at the simple fact of, like, you can't buy movies right now.
5: Oh, that's my... I don't... I used to use PS Video, but again, subtitles aren't available here. But that's still my biggest pet peeve. You have the access to the PlayStation uh, l- library of, of
4: videos that you purchased already, but you can't purchase yeah. anymore on the system. Huh. Right. And then... uh, But I am also... I'm waiting for Devlin to do it too, like you are, Dev. But I, I had no remorse on all this fidelity performance mode crap. But then playing Miles, and then also even playing, even playing some of the older PS4 games that were like Go to Shishima. Oh yeah, and just seeing the frame difference. And then I didn't think I was going to be that type of person. <laughs> and then flip flopping from the fidelity and performance, I can see it now. Yeah. And it's very uh, strange for my my brain I'm like am I this person? I can't believe it. <laughs> I uh I get a little nervous but I'm glad to hear that like game developers are putting updates out there saying hey this these uh like the rest glitch and stuff. But like I've had I only had my my system did that one time to like that system uh re- rebuild your hard drive stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, uh,
5: I had I had that repair issue once, and it was a full-on system crash while playing Miles Morales. I just activated a traversal mission, um, or not traversal mission, but like a traversal challenge, uh, because some of the way you unlock skills and miles are related to challenges, like they're specifically tied to that specific challenge. I just activated a traversal challenge one uh and tried to retry it because you need to get spectacular in one of them uh and that's the easiest one to do it with um but essentially trying to restart that challenge not from the card system just trying to restart it in game full-on system shut down like off full-on had to hit the power button and it had to repair memory but then that's the only time i've
4: experienced that issue
5: at all knock on wood. my
4: my biggest question is is uh um, I'd like to see both both uh companies I'd love to see how this launch would have been be, with no covid yeah and like you know IMAX like, celebrated that they they developed a game during covid with all this stuff and I do see you know you do see bugs and this is probably the first time I've seen this much bugs in a High in a Sony game period, recently, of a recent game. You know these like the bugs that are being shown for uh, Spider Man are almost not like to throw them under the bus, but like like you hear like those Ubisoft glitches, mm-hmm. like with Assassin's Creed with no face for Unity and all that stuff. It's like it's like goes into that territory. Not not saying bad on either, but you know what I mean. This is the first time in a while, and you know can we just throw it under the bus for COVID? Or is it is it just the, you know, just how it is? I, but I do not have any buyer's remorse. I like to just more say, I'm loving it. I am like I was a, you know, I listen to people, but having the dual sense in my hand and doing Astro's playroom and feeling the, the difference. like you could literally feel the difference of a metal slide mm-hmm. into a pool. And there's this little section in the sand that has sand and like planks of wood and there you can literally feel a difference in the sand crunch, the wood plank, into sand you know, vice versa. And then that, that cool spring level leads you into a snow level and the crunch of the sand is not as deep and thick as the snow level one. And that's it's mesmerizing to see stuff and I'm really happy to also see that third third parties are using the the triggers right now at launch. I hope it continues. Yeah, uh the trigger yeah. use in I, Borderlands is I think it's a game changer. These
1: Yeah, it's definitely you know Ah oh, man, that controller. It it's one of those things that you really can't even explain. It's one of those things you really have to put it in your hands and you have to like feel it and see the difference to really understand what people are saying. Like I was I was really thinking like it was just gonna be, you know, some some vibration. Cool, we we have vibration. It'll vibrate stronger or better. But it's really cool to see what they've done with that tech. And then like I said, it's one of those things you really have to experience to truly understand how game changing it can be um mm-hmm. like kaylee was saying like borderlands has really done a lot with it so it's cool to see third parties getting on board and i hope that that continues to where the dual sense doesn't just become a fad and that they start to actually take advantage of, and push that tech to the next level um as far as immersion I, uh, goes in games
5: i know that uh, call of duty uses it as well uh, i know that for the next gen version of destiny which launches the same day as cyberpunk uh speaking of cyberpunk Uh, Y'all better start muting keywords because Deb posted this in the Discord last night, but uh, retail copies are in the wild. So spoilers are plenty. If you want to stay spoiler-free on Cyberpunk, y'all need to start muting your keywords on Twitter and YouTube. Um, But uh, I know that Call of Duty tunes each weapon specifically for them. I know that Destiny said they'll be taking advantage of the triggers as well. Now, Assassin's Creed doesn't really take use of the adaptive triggers. But man, the haptic feedback when you dive into water or a hay or a hay bale feels great. Um, Watchdogs uses it as well, the triggers, but Watchdogs is super annoying with it. Uh, again, I'm I'm done with Watchdogs for now. I might may jump back into it later when I can have more space in the system. But um, essentially, uh, Watchdogs locks the triggers every time you fire, and then you have to push super hard, as, which for using a weapon that's supposed to be automatic. Not fun, uh, but still cool that they're using it.
2: Okay. What I'm gonna say, first up, about Cyberpunk's release date, I, I know that's unrelated, but it's gonna come out about 2077. That It's, it's on the name, so it's gonna happen. But secondly, uh, I think this is gonna get forgotten about. This, uh, the same thing happened then with the PS4, with, with, like, the motion controls and, like, the touchpad. It's gonna either get forget, be forgotten about, or just used for more smaller things. Like, I think that its feedback and the adaptable triggers will be used. But as for the rest of the features for the thing, it's probably gonna get forgotten about. So at least that's what I think.
1: Well, motion controls suck, so I'm glad they forgot those. Those can get left in the dark. But this adaptive feedback stuff is great. I need to see more.
4: I like motion controls. Mm. You stay in the back seat, Delvin Junior. Throwing, saying all these features are gonna go away. Yeah. in the back stop it <laughs> you have, have You have to believe
1: <laughs> anything you'd like to add to your PS5 experience Delvin before we get out of here
3: no I think I'm good I think everything Mike said is accurate I think it's so. a good start of a system I think like I said before the biggest difference between both of the systems is Game Pass, which is good, but if you played the games, old games are old. And PlayStation actually has exclusives. Like, it matters when you have a game like Miles Morales to play, even though it's on PS4, it looks a completely different game on PS5. It matters when you have games like that, a uh, Demon Souls to play, or even Godfall for that matter.
1: Godfall really It matters
3: in terms of your experience with the games. And wanting to have that next-gen experience, even AstroBot, Those things matter to me. Like, It's cool to play Gears 5 Gears 5 look prettier and awesome and stuff like that. But at the same time, I want a different experience. And I feel like playing Demon Souls, and the way it looks now and stuff, feels like a different experience. Playing Miles feels like a different experience because it's a new game.
5: Wait, hold on a sec. Delvin is playing Demon Souls. I call yeah. doubts.
3: I barely touched it, but I would have played. I have it. You didn't
1: buy it. I'm shocked you bought that one.
3: Yeah. I know. Actually, no, I'm not. You buy everything. Yeah, I bought Demon Souls. I got um. I got Mortal Kombat Ultimate.
4: Got Call of Duty.
3: Even. And Call of Duty Cold War. Hmm. Super
4: hey, Super fun cool. fact
5: about Call of Duty Cold War. You can. Play as a non-binary person, and Ronald Reagan will respect your pronouns, which is absolutely hilarious considering everything that happened with the AIDS crisis. Wow. So that is definitely taking a stretch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Also,
5: also shout out to playing as a non-binary person who
3: commits war crimes because, yeah. Wow. I wonder if you play as a black person, does he sprinkle crack on you? No,
1: no, no paperwork. Let's <laughs> put some crack on him. Get out of here god maybe
5: it is ronald reagan but yeah it's definitely a stretch that you can play as a non-binary person and ronald reagan will refer to you as they them wow that's a stretch for sure
1: on that (laughs) note (laughs) that is gonna do it for episode 61 of the playstation experience just want to say thank you to mike fowler for joining us we're definitely gonna have to have you back um thank you to delvin jr and happy birthday um, yes, good to hear birthday. some of your thoughts. You actually probably have some better gaming thoughts than Delvin does at times, so Problem. good on you. <laughs> um, if you enjoyed yourself here, please feel free to follow us over on the Twitters at PlayStation XP. Stop by our blog at PSVG Blog or the Discord at PSVG Blog slash Discord and join us in our shenanigans there. It's on and popping. We'll see Delvin Jr. in there a heck of a lot more than we'll see his father because he just doesn't hang out. Sucks. <laughs> anyway, we also have our Patreon So over at patreon.com PSVG for just $3 a month You will get access to a slew Of additional content such as our DLC Episodes, stuff like Strong Style Where you get to hear all about the wrestling You've, We've got board Bored with Everything Books with Geeks, just all Kind of amazing content there For just an additional $3 You also get some stuff extra and early um, So yeah, check us out there If you like us um, we also want to give a shout out to our Producers, Edwin Callo, Barry Cathcart Justin DeBone, Sarber-Bone, Chris McElfish Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, Michael Mason, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fall Harbor, Rob Emanuel, Days 93 Ben Moxham And Grouchy Surge Thank you all for joining us in the Journey that is PSVG With that in mind, go ahead and plug All your stuff, Mike Fowler Let us know where we can find you, where we can find your content Alright,
4: on Twitter At MikeFowler93 Uh, I also do twitch.tv slash Cousin Cecil. And it would be really cool if anybody wants to go give a listen to the Cousin Cecil show, my little one-man podcast. And obviously just right here for Cousin Cecil is uh, C-U-Z-N-C-I-S-E-A-L. But yeah, and uh, more just say thank you guys for letting me get on here. It was really cool.
1: Absolutely. We enjoyed having, like I said, we're definitely going to have to have you come back and yeah, check out his podcast. It is, it is a a good podcast. It's fun to listen to his wonderful ramblings. It's a one man show. One man shows can be tough, but he pulls it off. So, so definitely check him out, give him a sub, give him a listen, um, and let him know what you think.
3: It's worth listening to just to hear Mike pronounce things (laughs) because he cannot pronounce anything. Correctly. Hey, it is amazing.
5: again, my best friend calls me out every time I say the word bagel.
3: <laughs> Mike <laughs> pronounces everything else completely wrong. <laughs> Names, dates, companies. It doesn't matter. If, if you're saying something, Mike's going to pronounce it wrong. And it's awesome.
4: Cause you're supposed to be on the ride. You're already on the ride with me. We already know what we were t- talking about, even though I messed it up. But also just real quick, cause since you put me in like that. I do want to put a little teaser. Uh, I got a game of the year uh, episode coming closer to Christmas. It's going to have Delvin and Chalfie on it. Oh, God And then boy. one that I – yeah. And I'm also, I, I put it on the – I sent it in the in thing, but if Delvin Jr. wants to get on, he can. But I know it's going to be Pie Kirsten. I don't know. He can. He's more than welcome. To hear our kids see yeah. like, what his game of the year. And he can – you can show him the little list I had. But uh, and another little teaser, if that one goes smooth, I am going to also. I have. a am um, going to interview my uh, uh, a person in the game industry. He's a software engineer, and I can't tell you because of NDAs where he works. But I'm going to see if it's okay, and then on that show, I'm going to probably tease where he works. But he's Kojima. He's huh? Kojima. Yeah. No. <laughs> Podcast. So, so on the west I to, coast. I want to hear you pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> Hideo Kojima. There you go. Gonna make a three-day long podcast. That's what
2: he's gonna
4: do. Well, yeah, just more. There's that's I'm a Kojima move if I've ever heard one. Uh, yes. This is his first year in the gaming industry, so he had a deal with COVID, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty loose because I ain't gonna lie. It's my cousin. He got into the game industry this year. I'm proud of him. Nice. But but yeah, he works he he works for a a game industry that fuck it. He works for uh he works for a company that makes PlayStation games. Maybe some that are more information yet. Well, (laughs) maybe someone that involves a lot of theft of automobiles. Okay. Okay. you know. Okay.
1: But yeah. There's your tease. Check out the cousin Cecil show. Get some developer inside. Be real nice. Alright, where can the people find you, Haley? Plug away.
5: Uh, you can find me over on, on Twitter at ShepardZorrell. Uh, you can find me, uh, on your gaming platform of choice at HaleyZorrell. Uh, side note, uh, please let me know who you are, cause, uh, I only realized this week that a photo that was sent to me a couple days ago was from Delvin Jr. Cause their name was not Delvin Jr. Uh, delvin delvin jr drew me a a very nice picture of the last of us because it's my favorite game but i didn't know who it was from because their name was not like anywhere to do with it it was just a group that was sent to me but i loved it and it was great and delvin's been talking to me uh delvin jr's been talking to me about assassin's creed and wondering if he should pick up valhalla and i say yes um but you can also find me on twitch.tv slash Hayley's uh, where I'm probably going to stream some Valhalla. It won't be like a start from the beginning or anything like that. It'll just be me, like, screwing around in the countryside of England. Um, possibly I might stream some Spider-Man Remastered as well. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, you can also follow me on Tumblr if you're interested in seeing me ramble about the terrible finale of Supernatural, because that was the thing that happened this week. Uh, way to ruin it. That's three shows now. They've all done like, hey, we're going to pull a Game of Thrones. That's garbage. It's absolutely stupid. Way to throw 15 years of character development out the window.
2: I've seen one episode of Supernatural and stopped watching because I got bored. Uh,
5: I've watched every single (laughs) one of them, and they threw 15 years of character development out the window.
2: Jesus. That sucks. Um, uh,
4: I hope hope that uh, some strong black men will hold... And not watch Scott Pilgrim versus the world since Haley hasn't watched Black Panther yet.
5: I, I've <laughs> seen Scott Pilgrim versus Me, the world. Oh, fantastic. Want some movie. Strong
4: black man. What kind of sights are you going on? Look at the strong <laughs> black man. I want, them to not, I want them to resist watching Scott Pilgrim because it's about Canada, like how Haley is doing for the culture of Black Panther and all you guys, you know? <laughs> So all you strong black men out there.
5: Hey, just just noting after, after this episode, Mike Fowler is going to be found dead in a
3: ditch. Just so we're clear, he's going, be finding, he's going to be finding dates with strong black men.
1: <laughs> Delvin, plug your crap so we can get out of here. I'm tired.
3: <laughs> you got some of the plug, boy? Yeah, I do. Go. <laughs>
2: Tell them where your Discord
3: is. They can tap your Discord. I have a server. Uh,
2: that's all. I'm th- that's probably the most I'm probably gonna plug. But I have a ser. I have a server. It has a work in progress name. Where it's just there the chat, that play games and stuff like that. It's it's rather small, but I think it's worth plugging in anyways. Uh, it's called the Bloomith. It's not. It's the name's not final. It, it's a terrible name, but it's not final.
1: We'll plug that in our PSVG Discord for, for all your links. I'll plug it in the show notes as well on YouTube. Uh um
2: my my name is in on Discord. I do not remember my number because I Red. My my Discord co- code is red. Ren. Um I was originally red, but personal stuff happened and I changed it to Ren. Ren, because Ren is the name of of um the Persona 5 protagonist. So I'm like yeah, I like yeah, I like that. And dad, and dad, thought, and dad thought it was a character from Ruby, which I'm just no, going to say, I don't know like Ruby.
5: No, no, no. I I mentioned that it could be from Ruby because it was the only character I knew of that also had the name Ren. I've Wait. not played Persona or any of that stuff. But, like, I, yeah, that's the only thing I've known a character named Ren from is Ruby. That's I why like I brought Ruby. it up.
3: Yeah. Only Ren I know is Ren and Snippy.
1: There it is. There you go. Plug your uh, stuff, you Delvin. Put
3: it, Delvin, let Cox. Check out Devil Cox. Oh, you know what? Check out Devil Cock Experience this week Will Mike's on our guest sister podcast. What is it called, Mike?
4: It is called uh, Garbage Opinions Podcast. I'm
2: going to watch that.
3: I love watch- I love hearing, hearing trash opinions. Yeah, he loves garbage. But <laughs> there's a debate be- on there. Well, we have a debate about Marvel versus DC. And I am the moderator. Mike's on one team. And there's some other people on the other team. And they debate which one's better. And as a whole, not just the movies, but as a whole, Marvel Comics or DC Comics, and you'll be surprised. And they let the, we let the fans decide who won. Huh. And if you look at the poll, not looking too good for DC, for Marvel. <laughs> Okay. I mean, DC
2: has Dark Knight on their side, so yeah. they're basically
3: good to go. Just listen to the episode; I think it's good. All right,
1: you can find me at Dead Dev pretty much everywhere: Discord, Twitter, Twitch. Dead Into Dev—that's that's who I am. That's where I be. So feel free to give me all the follows. Um, I'll probably be streaming a little bit more just because I actually enjoyed that. When I did it for extra life. So Dead Into Dev or Twitch.tv slash Dead Into Give me a follow. I'll be streaming games because I like playing games. Um, And with that, long live play.